I'm Emma Collingridge, Miss Galaxy UK 2019, and this is my interview with The Pageant Project. Hello everyone, it's Adrian from The Pageant Project for the third time today. It is now Saturday night. I have Emma Rose Collingridge, who is Miss Galaxy UK 2019 with me. Emma, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Uh, it's a pleasure. As I said, you were recommended by someone or someone that I had to interview you. So I'm just, oh. <laughs> I, I'm doing what I was told. So Jazzy, Jazzy Alessio, if you're watching, because I can see Jazzy Grace Alessio joined, your mum told me that I had to interview Emma and I've told Emma that. So Jazzy, if you have some questions or messages for Emma, I'm sure she'd appreciate it. Uh, Emma, whereabouts are you coming from in the UK? So I'm based in Suffolk, which is basically as far east of the United Kingdom as you can get. It's on the little bit that sticks out on the East Coast. Okay. So I'm near London. Okay. But I guess the only real question is, what's the weather like at the moment? It's actually pretty sunny. It's called sunny <laughs> Suffolk for a reason. <laughs> it doesn't rain as much here as it does in the rest of the country. Okay, that's good to know. It's probably not saying much given what I've seen of the rest of the UK, but I guess that's something. It did pour it down yesterday and the day before. So it's a bit of a break in the rain, to be honest. And that's a UK summer in a nutshell. Um, Emma, can, can you tell us um, your pageant experience? I've interviewed a fair few of the Galaxy Girls. Some, this is their absolute first experience. Some of them have been competing for over 10 years and have competed probably in over 20, 30 pageants. So what is your pageant experience like on that spectrum? So I started competing in 2014. So I've been competing for about five years now. Um, but Miss Galaxy this time round was actually only my fifth competition. So back in 2014, I first got into pageants similarly to Ruby and that she went on a photo shoot. Um, mm -hmm. The photographer picked her out um, and then it was the same story and I then had a photo shoot with the photographer and the makeup artist. Um, befriended the makeup artist on Facebook and she'd shared a picture of Miss Teen USA. Mm -hmm. And I was just absolutely fascinated by this picture. I was just enthralled. I saved it on my phone, <laughs> kept looking at it for weeks. Um, and then all of a sudden I decided to type into Google to see if there was a Miss Teen Great Britain competition. Mm -hmm. And at the top of the search bar, there was the Miss Teen Great Britain website. So I clicked on it and it said that it was aimed as a confidence building and self-esteem boosting experience for teens across Great Britain. And at that point in my life, that was exactly what I needed. So I then spent the next few weeks trying to pluck up the courage to ask my parents if I could actually take part in this. Wow. And um, because back then I was quite shy and reserved and it was... Um, something that's quite unheard of particularly where I live in the United Kingdom as well it's very kind of countryside um so I entered that in the first year in 2014 mm. 
and placed in the top 16 and won the Miss Teen Photogenic Award. And from then on, I was hooked. I completely caught the pageant bug. Um, I then went back the next year and then I was fortunate enough to win. So I won the Miss Teen Great Britain 2015-16 title. Right. And I walked away with the awards for Best in Interview, Miss Teen Charity and Miss Teen Publicity because I'd done over 100 appearances. Good God. And raised over £2,300 for the chosen charity of that competition, wow. which was Together for Short Lives, um, which is an umbrella charity for children's hospices um, across the UK. So I did that. And then as I was Miss Teen Great Britain, the directors for that and for Galaxy are the same. So Holly Peary, right. she's an absolute wonderful director. I love Holly. Um, she runs both systems mm. as well as the United Kingdom Power Pageant. But as a Miss Teen Great Britain queen, I was lucky enough to get to come and watch the UK Galaxy finals for all four nights that it was then. Mm. It was spread out over four nights. And from the moment that I first saw Galaxy, I just fell in love. I was absolutely mesmerized. Um, honestly, like the environment and everything, I just absolutely fell in love with the Galaxy system and knew that one day I would be walking on that stage. So that year we had a Queen's retreat and I got really close with all of the Galaxy girls that had won that year. And that was the team of UK Galaxy Queens that first brought home three international crowns oh, wow. from Galaxy Internationals right. as well. So even on the Queen's retreat, <clears throat> the excitement for Galaxy Internationals was just contagious. And I can completely understand how they were feeling then now. Um, <laughs> but back then, I, it was just amazing. And all the excitement for it. I watched them. I watched the live streams for internationals. I have done for the past three, four years. Mm -hmm. So I'm now so excited that it's actually going to be me on the live stream. <laughs> it, it definitely sounds like you have an addiction. You, you have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> that makes it sound really bad. <laughs> no, no, no. No, they are positive addictions and negative ones. If I can take you back to the beginning of your answer, and you said at that stage of your life that you really needed the confidence boost. This, unfortunately, is not really, uh, it's not only you who said that. That's actually been quite a common theme with people entering pageantry, either for confidence boost or in some cases even to get over mental illnesses and things like that. Why at that stage did you feel that you really needed a confidence boost? So I had been quite badly bullied throughout um, primary school and high school. And at that point, I think I just finished my GCSEs at high school and that was at a point where I really did need something in my life to build up my confidence I was incredibly shy I wouldn't go out and speak to people um yeah it wasn't a very good place right. <laughs> in my life sure. then yeah. so pageantry again when I like I said earlier when I saw that Miss Teen Great Britain was advertised as a confidence boosting and self-esteem building experience that instantly jumped out at me and the, it was a two-day event so it was mm. it was absolutely perfect for that time in my life I think that and I truly believe everything happens in your life for a reason at the time that it's meant to yeah. and the chance that I found Miss Teen Great Britain just through this picture of Miss Teen USA that a makeup <laughs> artist had shared um it really was just it really was just an absolutely incredible experience and mm. I've 
safe say I wouldn't be the young woman I am today had I not have gotten into pageantry. On, on that note, can you give us an idea as to who you think you might be if it hadn't been for pageantry? If you hadn't seen that photo of Miss Teen USA, <laughs> who would actually be sitting in front of me right now? Definitely not this version of me at all. I don't think I'd even be doing this interview with you, if I'm completely <laughs> honest, if it was me back then. Um, I, yeah, I really, really struggled with um, confidence because I think I just thought that everyone was going to be judging mm. me and that I didn't really want to speak or um, <clears throat> converse with anyone. I mostly spent quite a lot of my time with adults, so I did have to grow up quite quickly yeah. um, because people my own age weren't very pleasant. Um, so it was from that point of view that I did definitely have to grow up mm. quickly I'm quite mature as well people have said in the past that I was always quite mature mm. for my age um but yeah everything in life happens for a reason and if that hadn't have happened I wouldn't be the person that I am today all the experiences that I've had in the past have definitely shaped me into the woman that I am today can you speak a little to how pageantry builds confidence? Because again, it's not it's not an isolated theme. A lot of the Galaxy Girls and Girls from Other Systems, to be fair, have said that pageantry has really helped them discover the woman that they are. But specifically for you, how did pageantry help you develop your confidence? Was it the interviews? Was it working with directors? How did it help you actually develop that confidence? I think it was a bit of both and meeting girls from across Great Britain um, or the United Kingdom now as well. Um, that definitely helped. But also for me, it was the volunteering. It was getting out in my local community, speaking to people from all walks of life. And I actually did some research on this as part of my hashtag seven days of self campaign. And it was that it's, there's scientific research to suggest that when you volunteer and help others, it releases three hormones, which is oxytocin, dopamine and serotonin. And all of these together create a happiness trifecta. And um, that makes you it gives you bursts of happiness that make you feel capable and valued, which is why volunteering is so good for self-esteem building and self-confidence building. And I never knew this before. And I'd Volunteering is obviously something that has boosted my mm. confidence significantly. But my work at university as well, I was on the committee for my halls of residence as an action representative. So this meant that I was organizing and recruiting volunteers for weekly volunteering projects. And I had such a mix of people come on these projects with me, some that were incredibly confident and outgoing mm. and others that were very shy, still kind of trying to find their place at university. And most more often than not they would come to me at the end of the project as we were walking back to our halls and they would say wow I feel so good after doing mm. that um it's so much more confident I'll come back next week and do another one and things like that so it really does just prove that volunteering especially for me that was the way that I built my confidence but I know it's I've seen it work for other people as well Wow, that's fascinating. That's not that's not the answer I expected, but it certainly makes a lot of sense. Um, guys watching on the live stream, 
I can see some of you have left questions already. Um, I will get to the questions in a sec. I just want to ask, um, Emma, you did have your campaign. Um, can you tell us more about the campaign and what drove you to start it? So my experiences at high school made me realise that I never want anyone ever have to feel the way that I feel and I know that it's not an uncommon issue um bullying low self-esteem low confidence is quite a prevalent issue with teens and young people all across the globe really it's not just a focused issue Mm. so with the campaign it was I wanted to do something that I wish that I would have been able to have done Mm. when I was younger I want to kind of be the person to put something out there that I would have needed to have heard. So that was my aim with the campaign and that each day we focused on a different self. So the first day, for example, was self-esteem. So we talked a bit about what self-esteem actually is um, compared to self-confidence. Where So self-esteem is the values that you hold and the opinions that you have of yourself, where self-confidence is how you view your ability to perform certain things. Mm. Um, Whereas, so then with the self-esteem, we looked at trying to get everyone to write down three things that they truly loved about themselves. And this could be a physical attribute, um, a quality, a personality trait, anything that they truly loved about themselves to make them realize that they are actually an incredible person. And then as well, the challenge, the next challenge for the end of the day was to write down something positive that had happened that day Mm. and something that they were grateful for. And this was something that I um, did when I was in high school, when I was being severely bullied. And it really did help me, even if it was something. I remember some days, my positive thing was literally what I had for lunch. (laughs) It was literally if I had a really nice sandwich or a wrap for lunch, that was my positive thing. But often when we have low self-esteem and low self-confidence, we struggle to see positives in life as well, not just in how we view ourselves. Mm. So by trying to encourage people to write down something that had happened that was positive that day and something that they were grateful for really makes them see things in a different way and tries to get them to see the positives and the best parts of life which was really what I was trying to do with the campaign and now that it's it's finished how do you feel about it how did you feel about the response I saw for example uh, Miss Teen Massachusetts Galaxy who I interviewed this morning I mean she she took part in some of it. I don't know if all of it. I was just looking at the tags on Instagram, but you know she's all the way over in the states. So obviously your campaign has influenced someone on the other side of the world. So from your point of view, how did it make you feel? It was amazing, and it was it was a lot more successful than I thought mm-hmm. it would be, to be honest. And I reached the campaign reached about three thousand people every single wow. day with all the tips, the advice, mm. the motivation, all of the quotes and things that we shared each day, just from sharing mm. the posts, um, just from the posts that I put up, from the posts that other people put up. Um, and the messages that I received as well truly were heartwarming. Some mm. really did bring tears to my eyes to have people say um, that your campaign has really made me rethink how I view myself and how I view life. And I really am going to make and really actively engage in trying to make my life better because of the tips that you've shared. Or there were things like, oh, I didn't really think about it that way. But now, actually, this makes sense. And another girl, she also took part in my Miles for Mind campaign, which was running at the same time. Um, And she said that the two of them combined were just so powerful for her. 
and that they really, really have helped her, which was just amazing for me to hear. Even mm. even if I had just one of those messages, that yeah. would have been a success for me. So if you were to walk away from Orlando with another title on your head, um, what would you do? <laughs> I guess, what would you do with the rain, regardless of whether you win or not? What are you looking to do with the rest of your galaxy, Rain? So... Regardless of what happens, I want to continue to motivate, empower and inspire people to build their self-confidence and self-esteem. So I've co-founded the Inner Beauty Initiative, which is an initiative that really does aim to support, empower, inspire young girls, not just across the UK. We're hoping to really make it branch out and become international as well, which would be aided and helped, especially by the Miss Galaxy International title. Mm. So that would be something that would be incredible. But we've been interviewing respected, inspirational people across the UK so far. We will be branching out into international interviews and we have some lined up for the top secret um, <laughs> when I come back from Galaxy. Fair enough. <laughs> but it is just about then hoping to reach out and inspire people with not only their stories, but our own stories as well. Um, we share tips of how to care for yourself. Self-care is something that not a lot of people do, mm. um, whether it's just spending 30 minutes a day exercising or just taking a nice long, warm bath mm. for yourself. There are so many different ways to show yourself self-care. Um, and that's really what we're trying to do with that campaign. So whether America goes how I'm hoping that it will go and if I can really do my best in America – then obviously the international title will definitely help me in order to reach more people and I'd be able to do more things and I'd be able to travel with it as well. But it would still be something that carries on either way. <laughs> Perfect. Um, guys, I promise I will get to your questions. Um, I just have <laughs> two more questions for Emma before I get to the viewer questions. First one is in terms of legacy, um, whenever you do decide, if you decide to hang up your your pageant, well, your your tiara, your crown, your heels, what would you most like to be remembered for? I would definitely most like to be remembered for the fact that I'm a very approachable person. Anyone can come and talk to me about anything if they need advice. I'm always there to help. But I'd also want to be remembered for the work that I'm doing with the Inner Beauty Initiative with my campaigns in trying to build self-esteem in young people because like I said earlier it is such a prevalent issue yeah. now and mental health is becoming an increasing concern too so for me to just be remembered for doing my bit to try and help that cause that would that would be what I'd want to be remembered for. Well, I can definitely tell you it's not just isolated to the UK as I'm sure you know in the US mm -hmm. it's a huge problem Definitely in Australia here, it's a huge problem. Um, last question before we go to the viewer questions. Um, and this comes from your missus, from having interviewed your missus, uh, Biscoff. How do you feel about Biscoff? See, I'm not a fan. <laughs> She's going to hate me in Orlando for saying that. <laughs> um, yeah, I... I don't know. It's not something that I'm crazy about. <laughs> not something I'm crazy about. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm glad we got that out of the way. Um, how do you feel about Marmite or Vegemite? 
Definitely not. Not for me. Oh, thank I'm God. Sorry. I finally interviewed no. someone who has common <laughs> the sense. The smell. I can't deal with the smell. It's not just the smell. I mean, it's, it's a brown. Anyway, okay. <laughs> I, it doesn't look very appetizing either, does it? It really, it really doesn't. I mean, they say you eat with your eyes and I certainly would want to eat my mind. Okay, viewers, sorry for having monopolized Emma's time so much, but let's go to the questions. Um, I'm going to have to scroll up a fair bit. Okay, so Anthe Dionopoulou has said, well, she, she's been watching all my interviews. She said good evening to me and she said good morning to you. Good morning. Jack Poppet has done two of those emojis, if you know those emojis. Lauren Parkinson. Bless Lauren Parkinson. Um, <laughs> most passionate, obsessed person, I think, in the world. What is the most important lesson you have learned through pageants? Definitely that we are all completely individual and because of that we're all beautiful in our own ways and that we should be able to appreciate and respect and love and understand ourselves enough to be able to look at the girl next to us and be like, yes, she's beautiful, she's amazing, but so am I mm. um, for different reasons because we're all different and unique and I think that's definitely been the most important lesson I've learned is that not to compare yourself to other people because... For a start, you never know what's going on in someone else's life, but also yeah. we all have different strengths and weaknesses and it's important that we understand them and play to them. Mm. So yeah, that's definitely the important, most important lesson. It's very true what you say about never knowing what's going on in someone's life. You just you, The outside doesn't tell you what's going on on the, on the inside. Uh, Lauren has also said, P.S. can't wait to see you, Emma. Oh, I can't wait to see you too. <laughs> Hang on, is Lauren going over to Orlando? Yes, I think she is. There's so this year there is like an army of people from the UK. The army, army watch, is going over. Be. Oh God, an army! Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Loads and loads of people are coming over to watch, which will be amazing because there'll be so many people cheering in the audience, which will be just really lovely. What are the typical UK sort of chants that you get? I mean, we Australians always have Aussie, 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 oi, oi, oi. What are the, what are the UK chants? I don't think I've ever really. You don't have any? any chance? Oh. No, not from not ones that I've experienced anyway. I don't know if secretly people have chance. <laughs> I just don't know how. I, I don't know. But from my experience of pageantry, I've never okay. necessarily heard anyone chant anything. Okay, so Lauren, obviously you have a lot of time on your hands. Come up with a chant for the UK team. Uh, Jasmine Foley has said Emma is such a lovely queen can't wait to see her in America so I sh believe she's a Mrs. Galaxy U uh, Island Mrs. Galaxy Island yeah uh, interviewing her in 24 hours Anthony has said your campaign was awesome Lauren has said following on from Emma's comment on three things they like about themselves my question is oh Lauren, I did tell Lauren to come up with some questions. She's asked, what are three things you like about yourself? So I'm going to say the three things that I said were my examples for the campaign. Mm -hmm. So one of them is my body, but from the point of view that it's what continues to stand and what keeps me strong, even though I'm feeling weak. Mm -hmm. It's what takes me from one place to the other it's walked me into some absolutely incredible life-changing experiences and it's walked me away from some incredibly toxic ones. Mm. So from that point of view, I love my body. Mm -hmm. um, so what it's capable of. 
I like my smile because I truly do believe that smiles are infectious and you really can just completely make someone's day with a smile if you just Mm -hmm. see someone that's not looking too happy if you just give them a little smile smiles are infectious and they really do spread around a room um and the other one I would have to say is my empathy slash compassion I'm always willing to help others I'll always do anything I can to help others um and that's a quality that I do most like about myself do you view yourself as more of an introvert or more of an extrovert I actually, I actually don't know nowadays. Ambivert, to be honest, when I was both. younger, yeah, when I was younger, I was definitely an introvert. Mm. But now, I think I play into characteristics of both. <laughs> it depends on the situation, really. Yeah, no, I'll always that. be sociable. I'll always speak to everyone. I'll always be friendly. Um, but at the same time, I'm never the loudest person in the room. Um, Given that I that I've interviewed your missus, your missus, yeah, <laughs> I don't think it's possible to be the loudest person <laughs> in the, the room. Um, now, Anthony has said because she's the one that said that she loved your campaign. She said it was most positive thing I could have done. So obviously, she loved your campaign, which I think is no things like that. I love to hear. Yeah, because a lot of campaigns these days they sort of go. They're not really thought out. They're just a hashtag. There's not a lot of thought gone gone into them. So for someone to say that, I think it's huge. Uh, Lauren? No, I put months into the planning of that campaign. And I've had people say that they wish it was an international campaign, that they wish I'd run it again. Um, so to have received those kind of comments about something that I've quite literally poured my heart into mm. for several months to try and plan each day specifically um, find all of the relevant quotes, all the things that I want to share for each day. That really does mean a lot to me to hear someone say that it really has helped them. Well, it sounds like you certainly, if you do decide to run it again internationally, it sounds like you've got a, a bunch of support behind you. Uh, Lauren Sexton has said, Emma, you're a regal queen with an X. If you tell <laughs> your younger self anything, I guess if you could tell your younger self anything, what would it be, number one? And I guess question two, would you change anything? I'm going to start with the second question. And I think I've already touched on this in that I wouldn't change as awful as it was what I went through. I wouldn't change it because the experiences that I've had in my life have shaped me into the person that I am today. And without those experiences, I would be a different person. So from that point of view, no, I wouldn't change anything. But if I was to tell my younger self something, I would tell them that it does get better and to keep being strong keep chasing your dreams keep working hard at school get those grades so you can move on to the next place and even though the next place might be horrible (laughs) keep working your younger self is not going to be terribly motivated by this speech (laughs) yeah just basically stay strong because everything happens for a reason this is happening in your life for a reason and the work you're going to do to help other people um, to ensure that they don't go through the same experiences that you are currently is really going to help people. Um, Chloe Lake has asked, why the galaxy system? So as I touched on earlier, the very first moment that I saw Galaxy, I fell in love with it. I absolutely love what it stands for with the ethos of inclusivity and embracing diversity 
And as well, when I was at the UK finals, I can quite honestly say that I've never been in a room with that many women before mm. and felt so empowered yeah. and everyone was supporting each other. Um, and we were all just embracing our own differences and, and like understanding and learning to love what made us who we are, as well as being able to help and support and empower others to do the same. Mm. So on stage as well, it, everyone was just so, so lovely. It really is a sisterhood taking part in Galaxy. Mm. Um, it really is. So it's just absolutely incredible. And that really is a huge point of difference because I can assure the people watching that's certainly not the case in every system, uh, no, no matter what you might hear. Lauren, <laughs> Lauren Parkinson. Hello, Lauren. <laughs> Third year going to Galaxy 20. Oh, she's talking about her 2017 competed. You competed in Galaxy, Lauren? What, what, do you know when Lauren competed in Galaxy? I know she, I interviewed her as Grand. Yes, the year before that, she was Miss Galaxy Wales. Right, okay. 28. When it was, because it was England, Scotland, Wales, and this year was the first year that they've gone back to UK. Right, okay. 2018, she was on staff, and this, this year it's a holiday. <laughs> <laughs> She's, okay. I'm, 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 She's going to have a great time. <laughs> I'm convinced that Lauren actually is closet an American. She wants to compete in the Latina pageant that Maria is running, and she loves American food. She's, I've heard that. <laughs> she loves Mexican but apparently that's Taco Bell, which I don't think is America. Anyway, moving on. I couldn't ask for that. <laughs> Rebecca Jane Everson has said my queenie with lots of E's, lots of exclamation marks, and then a crown and a purple heart. Oh, I love Rebecca. And um, Rebecca, by the way, if we do schedule an interview, then the UK system will be the first interview where I've interviewed all the first system where I've interviewed all the queens. I haven't even managed that with the Australian system. Just letting we you know. We have a Rebecca. junior teen as well. Oh, I didn't know that. We have, we do have a junior teen. Yeah, she's from Scotland. So then, so I'm, we're all quite spread out over the UK. <laughs> probably not as spread out as our Australian team is. No. I can assure you that. Much. I took a, <laughs> I took a trip up to Scotland. It was actually my first time in Scotland. It rained pretty much the whole time, but still, it was my first trip up to Scotland. Well, that's just the so UK. Excited. It always rains. <laughs> it, yeah, <laughs> um, and the drive home. Hmm took as long as it will take us to fly to Orlando. It took about eight, eight hours, hours to drive all the way home from Glasgow to where I live. <laughs> Don't become Australian then. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love Australia though. I'd love to come to Australia. It's definitely on the bucket list. Why, why would you like Australia? All we have is sand and lots of nice sunny beaches, nice food, you know, nice exactly. people. I mean, why, why would you want to come here? I, I will say everyone that I know who's come over to Australia from the UK, we can't get rid of them afterwards. Okay, I think that might be the case with me, but I have seen the size of the spiders that you have. Okay. Um, no, 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 no. It's not the size that you need to worry about, Emma. It's the fact that they will kill you. Yeah, that's true as well. Also, yeah. just so you know, I don't think you saw this. I was in my office the other day. I was drinking a cup of instant coffee. And after I finished... Oh, no, I did see that. <laughs> Let's, yeah. And that is not an ex. That really did just. That was an exaggeration that actually happened to me. Only in Australia. I almost started crying after that. Anyway, back to the view. I can imagine. 
Uh, I just keep posting it up like once a week just to traumatize people because every time I post up the... So if you don't know, there was a giant spider at the bottom of my mug of coffee because what happened was instant coffee. I didn't know the spider was in the water in the kettle and I boiled it and then I poured it into my instant coffee. I wasn't really looking. So I drank the whole coffee with a spider in it. So one of my friends loved it. Did you it. not feel it on your lips? When you drink coffee, do you really concentrate what... No. Fair enough, but... Oh, and then I, at, at the end, I'm putting it in the <laughs> sink and I'm looking down at the bottom. It's like, there's a dead spider in there. Oh. So that... That's, that's traumatizing. Yeah. Tell me about it. I know. Okay. Um, <laughs> Amy Carol Elizabeth Goodall has asked, if you could have a dinner... Well, that's a good question. If you could have a dinner with three individuals, alive or deceased, who would join you and why? One would be Princess Diana because she was, although she wasn't alive when I was born or when I was young, I can't quite remember. Um, my mum always speaks about her. My grandma actually met her as well. Oh. And I'd love to just speak to her because mm. she is just such an incredible person. I'd also love to have Shakespeare at my table, being an English student. I would just be fascinated to ask him questions about how he came up with the stories and just interested about his life as well because he died on his birthday. So I'd want to know wow. whether that know was that. an accident or whether okay. um, whether that was actually the case. Mm. Um, and then a third person, probably a member of the royal family again, actually, maybe the queen. Mm -hmm because I think she'd be a very interesting person to talk to. She's been to quite a lot of countries, mm. seen a lot of the world, experienced a lot of different things as well. So I think the knowledge that she'd be able to share would be very inspiring. Sounds like a very royal, um, a very royal yeah, it does, doesn't it? <laughs> gathering. Better get the nice, the nice China set out for that one. Chloe Lake has asked, how do you deal with negativity? So over the years, I've learned that not to take it to heart. There are always going to be people that are negative. There are always going to be people that try and tear you down. But a lot of the time they do that because of the insecurities that they're actually going through themselves and things that they're going through there in their lives. Mm. Um, so I definitely think that people that are being negative it's definitely more of a reflection of the type of person that they are than the type of person that I am and I am a much more stronger person today because of the negativity that I've been through in the past so that now although I'll probably let it affect me for a few minutes to an hour but I I've got a much thicker skin yeah. and I learned to not let it get to me as much I think the best of us are allowed a few minutes. I don't think any of us can yeah. ever com claim that we're completely immune to it. Um, guys, if you do have any questions for Emma, put them in now because I do want to let her go because she told me before we went live that she hasn't actually packed yet and she's leaving tomorrow. No. So those of you yeah. who are pageant queens, who are almost all of you, if you can imagine you're heading over to an international pageant tomorrow and you haven't packed and it's 11 a.m. or 12, like noon, 
Yeah, I actually am a bit worried for Emma. So if you everything is spread out in the house, hanging up, I just need to put it all in a suitcase. Yes, but we discussed this. The problem is working out how much of it's actually going to fit in the suitcase. Yeah, there's only one suitcase and, she's... and hand luggage. It's not like you can't put a lot in hand luggage. Unless you have some sort of magic box that's like Doctor Who's TARDIS. It's bigger on the inside and you just chuck everything in there. Well, I'll have like a wheelie suitcase, a small like hand luggage suitcase and like a handbag. We'll see. We'll see. It'll be a challenge, but yeah, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Famous last words. Okay. So if you have questions, put them in below. Uh, Jasmine Alessio has, oh, it's not really a question, I guess, but when are you coming to Australia need to see you again? When will you have me? <laughs> I would love to come to Australia. It's definitely in the plans. I just don't know when. <laughs> and he has said, if you had the chance to ask an important person to society, let... Uh, give me a second. I guess the question is, if you had the question to ask anyone, any important historical figure, any question... What, what would it be? What would your question be? And what would you like them to say to you? That's a pretty big question. If you could ask anyone anything from Shakespeare to Mozart, who, what would you ask and what would you like them to say to you? Um, Maybe just what would you like to ask? Because you don't know what they would say to you. <laughs> I'd probably have to go with the Shakespeare one again. And I'd love to ask whether he died by accident or not. And whether, like, how he gained the inspiration for his plays and poems, mm. because I've studied a lot of them being an English student. Um, and I'd love to just know where, where his inspiration came from for them, really. Well, that's definitely not a, a question that you can really think of the answer to. Uh, Lauren Sexton has asked, if you could meet the PM, what would you talk about? Definitely bullying in schools. Um trying to come up with a way if we can work with headmasters with teachers to combat bullying at the minute I don't think that there's enough of a punishment for mm. bullying I know certainly when I was at high school teachers didn't they didn't do anything to be quite honest yeah. um whereas I think had there have actually been strict had there have been stricter rules mm. for it um and consequences of poor mean behavior then i would be less prevalent but i think because currently no one does anything about it i think that's why it's such a big issue do you think it continues to be such a big issue do you think it's getting any better at the moment in the uk or is it still pretty much the same as when you were in school yourself i still hear stories of people being bullied people coming to me again about the campaign um saying that it's helped them through what they're going through um so i so i definitely don't think it's getting any better whether it's got worse i i'm i don't know because i'm not in sure i'm not necessarily in high schools anymore but i know that um again bullying was something that i had to deal with at university more recently mm. um so wow. from my point of view okay. <laughs> it's not um it's still something that's continuing even in university, that, that is bad. If you do get a chance to speak to uh, Mrs. Galaxy, she mentioned that she's um, advocating for Dolly's campaign. And that was a young teenage girl here in Australia who took her own life, unfortunately, because of bullying. So 
when I tell you that it's definitely a big problem here. It's definitely a, a huge problem here. It's not just in the UK. Yeah, things like that are just so sad because it's it's sad how someone can make someone want to hurt themselves, let alone kill themselves as well, because yeah. that person had so much life to live and so much to give. Mm. Um, and it's just been taken away, not only from them, but from the families and the friends as well. It's not just... it's a, Yeah, it's the families that the one... I mean, the parents in that case that I feel the most for mm. because, you know, I don't think any parent should outlive their child and it's just absolutely horrible. But some, some of the things that I've seen in terms of bullying, it's just... I, I can't imagine what sort of person it would take to ever say no, something like that to someone or write it. I just... I, I don't understand. Mm. Like, why would you take time out of your day to write something yeah, exactly. like that. It's just, there's, exactly. there's no reason for it. Okay, so final question. Guys, if you have any other questions, you've got to let, let put them in because I've got to let Emma go and pack. Lauren has asked, what is going to be your most essential item you will pack? Ooh. Um, well, definitely the outfits. <laughs> but aside from that, I always have lip balm on. And I know that being on aeroplanes um, definitely dries out your lips. So I'll definitely be bringing a lip balm with me as well. That makes perfect sense. And, and the crown. And the- of course. Yeah. <laughs> your, your uniform. Um, I yeah. have, sorry, I've just shrunk myself for a second. Uh, now, one, one question from Instagram, Emma, and then we'll go to the final 10 questions. What are you looking forward to most about internationals? And then, by the way, you're gorgeous with a heart. Oh, thank you. Um, there are so many things I'm looking forward to most about internationals. Obviously, meeting all the girls because we're all from different countries. We all have different cultures as well and I love learning about the different countries and the cultures that the other delegates will have I love hearing the accents as well I just love hearing different accents Um, this has been a recurring theme everyone has talked about the accents excited to hear the different accents especially the Scottish accent for some reason (laughs) um and also like I said before I have watched friends go to galaxy internationals i've dreamt of being on the galaxy international stage for about four years now now so for me being able to actually go out there and experience that that that's again just something that i'm so so looking forward to i get little bursts of happiness and excitement every now and then i'm just like cool (laughs) so what what is the over overall feeling that you're feeling the overall emotion that you're feeling at the moment is it excitement nervous is there something in between those two it's more excited and grateful mm. at the moment, like grateful to have this opportunity. Um, so, but definitely so, so excited. <laughs> <laughs> I love to hear that. Okay, so before we go to the final 10 questions, um, your social details, I've got underneath your video at Emma Rose Collingridge, and then I've tagged your Facebook page as well. Are those the two best platforms to get you on? Absolutely, yeah, I'll be updating that every day i'll try and post as much as i can while i'm out there so that people can keep up to date with my journey whilst i'm at international perfect okay well your team and your missus have gone through the final 10 questions so now it's your turn question one what is your favorite word my favorite word 
this might be a weird one, but I'm going to say hugs. Because, like, hugs are just such a lovely thing. They're so warm and they make you feel so comforted. Whether you're feeling happy or sad, hugs are just amazing. So, hugs. <laughs> I can't say that. I'm allowed a different one. <laughs> yeah, I, you can tell from my expression I've not heard that one before, which is good. <laughs> what is your least favourite word? Failure. I think it's definitely a mindset in life. But over the years, I've learned that failure doesn't really exist. Mm. It's you either win or you learn. Mm -hmm. There's no, there's, there's not really a thing as failure. You either win or you pick yourself up. You learn from what you did the last time and you try again. Yeah. So I don't like failure. <laughs> I don't like the word failure. Question three. In life, what gets you excited or what gets, what turns you on? Definitely travel and adventure. I absolutely love like exploring, visiting different countries, experiencing the cultures. So definitely, definitely travel and adventure. What's been your favourite country to visit so far? That's a very tricky one. Um, I'm incredibly fortunate that my family also have the same passion for travelling. I think I got that from them. So we've been to some very like we've been to a lot of different places the Maldives was probably the most recent mm -hmm. I absolutely loved it there it was absolutely incredible um that's probably been like one of my favorite ones um I'm trying to think of where else I don't know how you go to the Maldives and then come back to UK weather I mean that would just it wasn't great no <laughs> the transition wasn't really good <laughs> going from the Maldives to the UK it's like that you got you know complete polar opposites anyway exactly yeah question four what turns you off negativity so like we said earlier I just don't see how people can be so negative and mean I don't get I don't understand what goes through someone's heads mm. to make them say horrible things and be negative and mean towards other people I really I really don't understand yeah. that makes two of us question five what sound or noise do you love um happiness I don't know if that's what but like laughter or people you know you could just hear people being really happy mm. I love that noise and what sound or noise do you hate I absolutely hate the sound of squeaky balloons and polystyrene. Like that's really, really squeaky noise. And wet shoes on um, a surface. I, I just, no, I can't, can't do it. <laughs> so no squeaky, no, no squeaky noises, basically. Yeah, I have to stand around with my fingers in my ears. Cause I, <laughs> I, I can't. It goes straight through me. It really does. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You are not actually the first person to tell me that. Um, I interviewed Rachel Everin, who's Australia's IJM. She won the international IJM international team. She has a, actually a phobia of balloons because of the sound. I'm glad to hear I'm not the only one. No, you're not the only one. I mean, there are at least two of you. I don't know if that's a lot, but you're not the only one. Um, question seven. Uh, if you could have any one superpower, what would you pick and why? Um, I think I would pick the ability to take away negativity, like the ability to take away someone's negative thoughts about themselves and about other people, because I think... 
the world would be a much better place if we were all more positive and kind to one another. Question eight, what job or occupation other than your own would you most like to attempt? Um, hmm. I'd like to be an actress, I think. That would be quite a cool job. Just playing different characters. I think that would be, I think that would be a pretty cool job. <laughs> I'd agree with that. Question nine, what job or occupation other than your own would you definitely not like to attempt? A doctor. I have the biggest phobia of needles <laughs> and I, I can't see people in pain. I just can't. I'm, I'm fine with blood and things mm. like that, but I just can't deal with needles and I, I can't see people in pain. So I'd be a, I'd be a rubbish doctor. <laughs> so what happens when you need to have vaccinations? Oh, <laughs> so I was in, I was actually in the hospital last Easter um, because I had pneumonia and pleurisy. So I was, so I was really unwell in hospital. Oh, and say, yeah. I actually hid under, oh. <laughs> when the, the blood nurse came along, I actually hid under the covers. <laughs> and then I think previously I've had to be held down by a few nurses God. as well. <laughs> I'm, I'm really, really not, not good with blood tests. <laughs> My mum's a breast care nurse as well. So like I'm, I go to the hospital quite a lot and I've helped with our hospital charities. So I've kind of got a bit more used to being in a hospital environment because I, I used to just not be able to go into hospitals. <laughs> um, but usually she gets all of her friends to like hold me down and then someone else. But no, yeah, I'm just rubbish with needles really bad that sounds equal parts hilarious and equal parts horrific that, that i don't know which <laughs> you hid under the covers and people have to hold you down okay wow yeah yeah that, <laughs> not my finest moments that, that proper queen-like behavior right there <laughs> the final question just don't bring needles near me and i'll be fine <laughs> the final question if heaven exists what would you like to hear god say when you arrive at the pearly gates I would like him to say, hello, Emma, well done, and thank you. Sounds like a solid answer. Um, Emma, before I let you go to pack and probably do a lot of other things that you may have forgotten, including to get your, you know, your vaccinations for America from, from the sounds of things, um, is there anyone that you'd like to give thanks to or just give a shout out to for support over the years with your pageantry journey? Definitely my parents. I think everyone says this. Parents are always just such an incredible support system. Um, and also to my director, Holly. Holly has just been absolutely amazing over the years, especially because she was my director as Miss Teen Great Britain and now as Miss Galaxy UK. Um, she's just been absolutely wonderful. And to my boyfriend as well. He's very new to the whole pageant experience, but he's been incredibly supportive um, and he's a weightlifter as well, so he's used to competitions mm. per se. Um, but he's yeah, just intrigued by the whole thing. He came out to watch me at UK Galaxy. Um, so yeah, he's been very supportive as well. It's always easy to spot the boyfriend at a pageant, at least in Australia. They're always the ones <laughs> yeah. looking like very out of place and looking like they've very overwhelmed. <laughs> yes, and the first time they've mm. ever worn a tux, they're like. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm glad uh, glad to hear it's not just the Aussies. But um, Emma, I'll keep you on for just a second after I let the audience go. 
Um, but thank you so much for your time. I know you're incredibly busy. Thank you for having me on. It's been an absolute pleasure. And um, best of luck in sunny Orlando. And um, thank you for everyone watching and asking the questions. And we'll speak to you again very soon. Hey, it's Adrian. Thanks so much for listening to our podcast. Make sure to subscribe to get details of our new episodes as they drop. And connect with us on social at The Pageant Project. Speak to you next. Thank you.